0: Now three seasons of this and being a year and a half-ish old. And it's pretty exciting to see how far everything's come. And next season, we actually have a whole shit ton of shit ton of surprises for you. Actually, next season or whatever. I guess it's not technically going to be in seasons um, next go around. But we'll be starting to kick things off again. Um, probably in a couple weeks from whenever this airs. So keep an eye out on our page because we've got some pretty... Nifty little things to show, and uh, 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 speaking of center of attention, um, <laughs> <just kidding. laughs> we have a special guest today um, for our very finale final episode. I just tripped over my words.
1: We have walk here!
2: How are you doing? Woo! How are you guys doing? I'm happy to be here.
0: And we're glad to have you here. As hosts, we have the lovely Sarah hello and the snowy <laughs> yes snowy who's gonna make it snow not cocaine actual snow <laughs>
3: <laughs> <have to> spy. <laughs> i feel
0: like i should <laughs> i i honestly to be fair i actually just recently learned that that was a thing so
1: it's you know. definitely yeah.
2: that's why i always say you gotta research even if you don't think it's a thing like even even what i had to look it up and make sure like it wasn't a thing somewhere mm-hmm. before I even started using it
3: mm-hmm. on urban dictionary be, or something yeah, be, yeah, <laughs> never know my,
2: yeah something something wild <laughs> that I wouldn't even <laughs> think about like oh I'm gonna have to change that but I looked it up and I definitely you're safe it's just like it means like something I forgot exactly what it means it's something somewhere like, so in German like it's like a tool or something like that and I'm like okay so I'm alright okay. it's,
0: it's a
1: tool
2: it's a tool it's like some kind of something something, something, something weird something weird I was just like, okay, I'm good. Like it's nothing, no nobody's company or no famous person or anything in my line of work that I'm trying to do. So I'm all good.
0: So what would you want your debut festival to be? Because I was thinking about this the other day for myself, like, that, like your very first festival that you play. I was thinking for me that it would be really cool for Snowy to play Snowtop as her first thing.
2: You mean my debut? M- like, like major festival because yes. I've actually my debut festival was one city, yes. music festival that was my debut festival. I
0: guess that that is
2: true. But yes, yes, ma'am. You mean you mean like large, massively known, like
0: Insomniac, or like, yes, yes, yeah. like
2: okay, one of like one of the majors. We'll, we'll say the big my, my major festival debut would be. Oh, well, just picking one is, uh, that's hard. Because, <clears throat> is there like, one
0: that kind of goes with your name, I wonder? Mm-hmm. That you've like found and that you're like, oh, this is cute. Like Snowy and Snowtuck.
2: No, I don't think so. Can- I've looked up a lot of festival names. I would, because uh, it's it's hard because I love, I have three. It would be either, it would be either Burning Man EDC or Tomorrowland Tomorrowland being before EDC just because I love the the way they love house music over there is second to none like we love it over here but it's a whole another it's a whole other thing over there like and uh, I think that I think I mean if I had to pick it would be Tomorrowland if I had to pick one it would have to be main stage Tomorrowland for sure
3: that's one of my um, big festivals that I want to attend someday, for sure. Oh, I'm
2: going. It's on. It's on the list. My uh, bucket list, definitely.
3: We yes. can have a walk to Tomorrowland.
2: Yes, as
0: your like promo.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Yes. Be
2: awesome. Yeah, I definitely. I thought of a lot of stuff like that, and I don't. I always don't want to come off as you know, like cheesy. Who cares? It's yeah, for That's the fun part of it.
3: For Basically, people
0: go to festivals and raves just to be kids again. Yes, yeah, who exactly. cares? Yeah, just definitely. to let go, have fun, fucking whatever, <laughs> you know. That's... That would be
3: awesome.
1: Yeah.
0: I think it would be cute. I yeah. would totally buy into all of that because I love <laughs> puns and, like, silly names. And, like, not necessarily silly names, but, like...
1: Yeah, yeah. Definitely. You know.
0: I kind of want to try to think of, but... <clears throat> so... Your latest, is it your EP
2: or is it your album? EP. 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 I have not done an album yet. I want to wait for the right time for an album. But EP is definitely um, the name for it. For sure. It's my second EP, actually. And uh this one, I felt like this one had a lot more. Hope is the name of it. I didn't say it. But this one, I felt like had a lot more concept behind it. It had a lot more time to kind of plan it out and. I uh, definitely had a lot more time to work on the songs and a lot more. I learned a lot more, so it sounds a lot different than my first project, which uh, was six songs. This one is four. But, like I said, I felt like it all uh, uh, came together well with the use of uh, my last name. You know, the name is Daryl Hope, and um, just the concept I had behind it about it. Giving hope, and I wanted the artwork and all that to match and correlate. And um, it's definitely my favorite project today I've worked on of anything that I worked on, whether it be rap or or anything.
3: Else. How long did you did you work on it? How long did it take um,
2: to, to complete? Let's say let's say six months. I went through so many songs. Like there were so so many songs. I say there's probably <laughs> about twelve songs that made the final like. Pool of songs that I want to choose from, but a lot of them I was just like, I don't like how this is, or <laughs> I don't like how. And as artists, I'm sure any artist can relate. Is just like mm-hmm. you make it, and it could sound awesome to everybody else, but to you, you're just like, oh, well, I don't like how that kick was. I wish I could have got a little bit more, you know. And uh, I watch a lot of uh, YouTube. I watch a lot of like famous producers, and DJs, and I try to pick their brains and get like whatever information that I can. Mm-hmm. and A uh, a valuable thing that um, Laidback Luke said was that uh, sometimes we can overthink our songs and Mm -hmm. and sometimes it's better to get it done a little faster and and you're a little bit more decisive on what you want to do and that sound that you were going for. He said some of his biggest tracks have come like that of of just not like trying to overthink and overproduce things sometimes. and. I definitely felt like I did a lot better with that on this project than the first one, for sure.
3: Did your son help you on this one here?
2: <laughs> My son, he definitely helped me pick the tracks out for sure. He definitely he listened to it before anybody else and was able to tell me the ones that was his favorites. And, and I also think he's a little biased as well. Like, <laughs> he's like, I love it all. I'm just like. I, I can't wait till you get older so you can be just like that and all that. But you got to change that one up a little bit. But he definitely has a good ear for music. So I trust his word. Definitely trust his word for sure. That's awesome.
0: So in what ways have you seen yourself grow from your first EP to your second EP?
2: Um, Production-wise, I've seen it grow leaps and bounds just for the fact of I know how to do a lot more things I know how to control the music a lot more than I did the first EP I can hear it and even with the first EP when I put it out I went back and remastered it maybe three or four months after the fact from things that I've learned from asking Chris which is y'all know him as left right I, he's always been Chris to me like, <laughs> and uh, I'll, I'll like, shoot over songs and I just appreciate him because he's, like, he's torn. He's like, in Europe, and he's doing insomniac festivals, and, like, he played Beyond Wonderland, and he's, he's, like, he doesn't have the time to be able to, like, listen to tracks and stuff like that, but he still takes the time out. And,
1: hey, maybe
2: you could do a little bit of this, or I hear this, and maybe you want to go back. And, like, and, and his advice has been, like, instrumental into uh, the progress that I've made, for sure.
3: You said earlier he's the one that you went to school and yes. he was your teacher, right? <laughs> yes,
2: yes. Chris Munn, <laughs> awesome. also known as Left Right. Uh, and He was my teacher at Collin County. Collin County Community College. Yes, yes. I went to community college and they have one of the best music programs down here in North Texas. And like we literally learned in a full scale studio, with, like thirty two channel mixers and thousand dollar microphones, and like it was it was a dreamland for me to
3: that
0: sounds amazing. Kid in the and candy store. Yes, it, mm-hmm.
2: oh my! Every day was it was it was <laughs> awesome, and like to to know that I learned from him later on after the fact because when I went to school for it, I was just rapping at the time, so I went to school to learn how to record myself and to mix my tracks and to make my track sound well. I wasn't really into the production side of it. I just wanted to make, you know what I'm saying? Get mm-hmm. by the beat and then rap on the beat and put it together and put it out myself. I didn't really care about the production side. And coming full circle now, like that's what I want to do is be a producer. The fact that I got to learn from one of the best producers that ever come out of Dallas Like that's something that I'll never be able to, you know, never be able to like repay him for or forget or, you know, and I use it like I watch him every day. So I see it when I see him on these big lineups and shit. I'm just like, he's showing you how to do it right there. It it wasn't a small, it wasn't a short time. He didn't instantly get famous. He grinded and he worked and he taught school and he went and learned and 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 it took him almost 20 years to get to this point. And so me being eight years in the game, I'm like, okay, you're on the right path. Just just keep working, keep going, and, and eventually you'll get to where you want to go. Yep.
3: You have hope. <laughs>
2: yes. have hope. Yes. Love it.
3: <laughs> so
0: earlier, before we had a, uh, a mishap happen with the
1: episode,
0: <laughs> we were talking about how um, your kid helps you a lot with um, yes, AD, AD helps you a lot with um, your producing, and uh, you guys have yeah, the yeah. song together. Can you tell us a little bit about that again?
2: Sorry, me and my AD, and I'll give I'll give you guys the link to the song so you can show them. And that was just a song that I had and I wrote, and it's basically me talking to him and uh, just trying to give him advice and, and tell him what you know, what any father I think who would want their son to grow up and be. And thinking about it now, he's getting to the point now to where he can listen back and kind of understand what I was saying in that song. So it might be time to go back and listen to it a little mm-hmm. bit. But that's definitely, um, he's my motivation. He's the reason why I do everything because like, I want to make sure that he has the life that I didn't have. Because my, my dad was not there. It was not so I know that feeling of you know having to learn everything on your own, know, how to learn having to learn how to talk to girls, and like my mom she was there, but she had to work two jobs, she had two boys, so she had to like work all the time and take care of us, so she didn't really you know she couldn't really teach me all that stuff that a father was supposed to be able to teach me, especially learning how to talk to girls that was that was a challenge for a while I had to kind of grow into that and that's why I tell my little boy I said you're going to have a better time than I did for sure with the girls because I'm going to teach you how to approach the situation and it's just life and bills and taxes and credit and all that stuff like that Mm -hmm. like I had to Basically, I teach myself because my brother he was older, so he was doing he was he was doing his own thing. He was off trying to learn himself, you know. Basically, yeah. doing the same thing that I was, and I was a little bit more, let's say, uh, resilient than he. Was. Well, not even resilient. Uh, let's say I was a lot better than he was in school. <laughs> so I was always getting in trouble. I was definitely the troublemaker kid for sure. So I'm sure that uh, mom didn't appreciate that. It even got to the point to where like, I probably got like 24 or something like that. And I just thought about all the stuff that I did, and I just called my mom. I'm just like, Mom, I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> like, because thinking back on it now, like, I, I was definitely a troublemaker kid for sure. I was, I was trying to uh, be the jokester and stuff. And, mm-hmm. like, I was smart, I could get the work done, but that was my problem. I would get the work done, and, and then work. I'd start goofing off because I have nothing else to do. So now I'm getting in trouble or messing with everybody else and everything. So. Definitely. And I see that and I see it in DZ uh-huh. and D and I'm just like, I can't even be mad because it's me. <laughs> <laughs> it's Not like I try to you, be huh? I try to be upset and then like I go in another room and it's just like I did the same thing. I know I don't know exactly <laughs> what he's going through because he has the same problem. Like he'll get his work done and then all of a sudden he's done it. Mm-hmm. His teacher is like, Yeah, he'll just stand up and do Fortnite dances and it's just like <laughs> Easy, come on, kid. You gotta just chill out. But, uh, uh, shout out Adrian, man. He keeps me, he keeps me motivated. That's my buddy. That's
3: so cute. <laughs> That's good. Yes,
0: and then we're gonna see future uh, back yes, to back. Yes, I, I would love that. <laughs> I would
2: love that. And he definitely he can he can mix and he can beat match and stuff already. So that would be that would be amazing. For uh, sure. I can't wait for that day. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait for that day. so <laughs> yes. what would
0: you say whenever he's like I guess 20 and he's starting really like hard to do producing and stuff like that too but you have to give him a good solid advice about it what would you what would you say from all of your years of experience
2: um, make what you make what you want to listen to make what you want to hear because mm-hmm. I noticed that a lot of people a lot of DJs, a lot of producers, they try to make what they want. They think that other people wanna hear. And I feel like I feel like that's where you can go wrong with and you can sidetrack yourself in learning what your style and what your what because everybody brings their own unique thing. Yes. And you can't bring your own unique thing if you're trying to make what you think that people want to hear so make what you love make what you want to hear make what you think it sounds cool and eventually the people that are supposed to be listening and are supposed to support you will come to you yeah yeah that's uh, good that's advice definitely definitely some advice that uh, i would give to him for sure
1: yeah that's,
0: that's awesome out. i just like i just picturing him like growing up listening to y'all's <laughs> song together and then like every like Ten, five ten years he's learning something new from it I don't know with your advice I haven't listened to the song but I'm just in my mind that's how I picture it I'm like that's something that he's always going to listen to and be mm-hmm. like that's me and my dad like <laughs> I don't know it's just so heartwarming and wholesome and it's that's cute about, I love it
2: yeah he's definitely been instrumental <laughs> in my progress and me deciding to go back to school and and, and, and just always want to progress and show him that do like go for your dreams go for what you love no matter what because at the end of the day it's your life and you're going to regret it if you get older and and you can't move as fast as you used to and stuff like that like you're going to regret not chasing those dreams when you had the chance
1: very true yep
0: so for people who are just now discovering you through today's episode what kind of music and what style would you say that you make
2: um and see and that was the and that was, I've had this conversation with myself a bunch of times. <laughs> it's just like, I don't, I don't ever want to be that guy that it's just like, oh, he just makes this kind of music and that kind of music. But I have found myself gravitating towards house later. But when I started, I definitely started making some trap and some dubbing, uh, like some future base. And I always want to keep that freedom of being able to, try new things and being able to make what I like it goes back to just make what I want to hear because I love all this stuff so I want to make a little bit of everything and some drum and bass and some and I've always i made a goal before I even started before I even produced the track I'm like eventually when it's all said and done I want you to be able to say that you've produced a track in each style that you like at least one full complete like I wouldn't even say Successful, but one that you got out there and that you pushed and that you love, like because so you can make a lot of stuff that you don't love, and that goes back to making the stuff that you want to hear. If you love it, everything's gonna be what you want to hear because you already love it anyway. So you you know what works, you know what like sounds you like, you know what beat and grooves you like, you know, you know. And so I definitely, I would say if you had to put me in. One category it would be house, but just don't be surprised if I put some other stuff out and don't be mad, you know, kind yeah. of like, I remember when Skrillex put out some other stuff and people were like, no, you know, how dare you put out anything other than dubstep. And just like, geez, he's like a producer. Like, let, yes. like, let him do things and like they'll crucify him just because he wants to try something different in, in, in appeal and play, like, who? who's to say that Skrillex didn't want to start off producing that type of stuff, and he made a dubstep song, and that mm-hmm. shit just caught out Like, who's to say yeah, that, that's not that's what true. he wanted to do all along? And I feel like a lot of artists get that fear of getting pushed back of doing something new, so they mm-hmm. don't. And I feel like, like yeah, I feel like as fans, I feel like we kind of do ourselves a disservice to not let that artist grow and shine and, and eventually become whatever they were, like, supposed to be because we just are so opinionated and, and sometimes, like, like crazy rude to, like, mm-hmm. like, I'm seeing, like, death threats and all kind of stuff. I'm like, geez. phantoms like,
0: are scary sometimes. Yes. Yes. Like, it's not <laughs> even
2: that serious. But also, as artists, we, mean, we have to learn to not, you know, Not reading all of that stuff like that, but it's kind of hard to see when it's, especially when I'm sure when you're bigger and you get Mm -hmm. thousands of it a day, it's just like, just gonna turn this off today. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: Luckily, I feel like the more, you know, like it's slowly starting to become more of a common thing to not be genre specific. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I love that. Honestly, Mm -hmm. we're we're creating new doorways into other music that we've never even heard of or thought of hearing before, Mm -hmm. because we're combining a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and throwing it, putting it in a pot and cooking it up. You know, it's fantastic. It's so
2: yep. Some of my favorite songs (laughs) that I've made have a little bit of. A, a bunch of it like I uh, you would notice that some of my house songs will have like a hip hop breakdown for like you know yeah. 16 or 32 bars and you know, I'll go back to another house part of it just cause it's all stuff that I've, I've grown up on and, um, and I have an interesting story and it's funny that I, I, I gravitate towards house music because as a kid my mom is a huge house music head and she was around when house music first was coming around and stuff. And she would play it all the time. And I, as a kid, I never really kind of paid attention to it, but as I started to produce and stuff, I was like, you know what? I told my mom, I said, "This, this is you right here. I said, the reason why I love house music so much is because of you. And she started telling me stories about how she would go to the warehouse when she would drive from Milwaukee to Chicago her and her friends would go to the warehouse and I'm like I'm like Ma do you like do you know like where like like I'm like there was only one warehouse
1: <laughs> around that
2: time back then like you went to basically where House Music was born and like yes. you were like you were involved in that like I was like you were you were part of history and you didn't even know it at the time because it was just like something that they mm-hmm. like. Can did. your mom come
0: and be on my show? <laughs> <laughs> no. I so so definitely cool. try to
2: bring her for the next one for sure. That's so to, cool. Like, is. I tell her I'm like mom, you don't even understand. Like I, if I had a time machine, I don't want to go in the future. I don't want to go way in mm-hmm. the past. I want to go to the 80s, right when house music was first coming about. I want to like that's the time period that I want to go back to because a lot of people don't even like lot of people don't even listen to the the origin like house music yeah. and stuff and they don't understand like that's where all everything came from. Trance mm-hmm. and dubstep and, and any any genre that you listen to today pretty much it, it there was no genres back then. It was all house music back then. Mm-hmm. And I I, I watch documentaries all the time. I don't know if people were like nerd out on it. I do, I totally I do. love it. Yeah, I, I, I love I love everything about it.
0: Her, I
1: stubbed
2: my toe on the. Desk. I,
0: tried, I, tried to. I got really excited
1: about
2: house music yes. and thinking about going to the warehouse, and
3: I just stubbed yeah. my toe. I tried
2: to, I bet she to has hear. some stories. Yes. I'd love to pick yeah. her brain. I, <laughs> I, brain. Be a fly on the
0: wall.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. And, she t- uh, and she would tell me, and like, and I, when I put the connection together, I was just like, I like you. Like, like I loved you already, but like I love you even more like, you yeah. <laughs> Understand because this is this is what I want to do forever and ever. Like I want to be like sixty seven years old and still freaking Mm -hmm. DJing and still making music and still in the studio. Because like when I made my decision that music was what I wanted to do, I just really sat down and thought about like what what could you do every day? Like if all your bills and everything, like all of the life stuff was taken care of, but you couldn't get paid, what would you do for the rest of your life? And it was always like music, because I always had fun doing music, and when I rapped, like my favorite part about it was, it was like writing and then performing, like performing in front of people. That was always my favorite part about rapping. was. The studio's cool, hanging out with your buddies and recording songs, getting on the stage and finally getting to like perform and stuff, that was always the aspect that I loved about it. And so when it came to like when I got introduced to like, well, reintroduced back into like EDM and you know what I'm saying, it was like I could still perform, I can also still rap and write songs and do everything I love. And so it just, it, it really fell hand in hand and that's why I love it now, which like I still, I have not like retired from rapping, but slowed down a lot for sure. But I also have another one of those projects coming next year. I have not decided on a title or anything like that, but uh, I'm definitely not going to stop because that's what, that's what started it off for sure. Now my introduction into EDM was uh, different, Lights All Night. Well, no, it's before Lights All Night. We we're gonna we're gonna talk about Big Gigantic. I was promoting for my homeboy's studio at the time and um, he sent us to Breakaway Fest in Frisco. And I was having a good time, it was just chill, it was pretty cool. You know, it wasn't too many people there. It was later on in the night and I think a lot of uh, it was a lot of I think it was like a sixteen or something festival, so a lot of the kids were already going home or whatever. But I heard, like, this saxophone, like, this crazy saxophone out <laughs> of like, nowhere. And I turn around towards the stage. I'm like, what the hell is that? Like, what is going on? And so I walked towards the stage, and I end up watching these two guys rock out for the rest of the show. And it was big, gigantic. And so if I want to say, like, that was my first, like, real introduction to electronic music other than, like, the house music of a child. Mm-hmm. And so... Lights All Night, twenty sixteen. I was pretty much I was going through a lot of stuff at the time. I, life was catching up to me. Ended up uh losing my studio and a lot of a lot of a lot of stuff was going on at that time and so I was just like I'm like I'm losing my mind. Like, I need to go I need to go do something fun. I haven't done nothing fun. And so I hit my home girl up and I uh, asked her what she was doing for New Year's and she said that she was going to lights all night. And I was like, What is what is lights all night? Like, I don't don't know what the heck that is. And she sent me a video of it. I'm like, well, well, hell, this thing looks pretty cool. Like, what is this? And so, (laughs) um, I looked on the the flyer and I didn't recognize any names on there at all except for one name and that was big gigantic. And so I was like, oh, I'm buying my ticket. I'm coming. I know those guys are going to be good and I walk in like first no first we're gonna we're not even gonna go to the, when I first walk in we get to the line and you know how the line, the line swerves around like this and uh-huh. we're in line I'm like okay this is different everybody's all dressed up and
1: different, different up.
2: things and
0: butts out and
2: butts out and it's it's the middle of winter and, uh, <laughs> so this is this is new and we get in the line and then like we get about halfway through the line and everybody just starts I don't know who started the championship Oh, 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 oh. And all of a sudden the whole heart and I'm just like Holy shit, like this okay, this is something that I've never experienced before in my life. And so we finally get up there and I walk in and I just hear the just hear the music and I like mm-hmm. see the lights and we walk in and I'm just like, Holy shit, like what is this place? What is going on? this place is amazing. Like I'm seeing people running around in onesies and freaking (laughs) bunny costumes and stuff and everybody's so nice and like Uh there's the stuff called candy and they got this freaking little ceremony they do and (laughs) oh, what? And I was hooked. I was hooked. Uh I started like going to every rave that I could. I went to Crush and I went down to South Padre for a freaking you and me and I was just, and then I told my homegirl maybe in, when I went to Crush, I told her, I said, because she showed me EDC. She said, you never heard of EDC? And I'm like, EDC? What is what is that? She showed me the trailer. Oh, um. my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hold on. This is a place? And, like, we can go here? And I told her. I'm like, we're going. Because she said one of her dreams was to go to EDC. And I'm like, we're going to EDC. And she's like, this fucking guy. He's crazy. This freaking guy. He's crazy. we are not going to no EDC. Hell, I They didn't know. We were going to EDC that year. (laughs) And so I got my ticket and I ended up convincing them to get their tickets. And like a few months later, we were walking through the gates at EDC. And Mm -hmm. like, that was where I was like, this is, yeah, this is definitely what I want to do for sure. And in that, i say in probably about that six month span was when I also just like, I was like, so hold on, they make those, like, so the DJs, they make these songs and stuff. So I can like, and then perform. And it all started. Okay. I was just like, "Oh, I, can, I
1: think I can <laughs> do this."
2: <laughs> so I went and got a, like, went and got me a little mixer, and that's pretty much where it started. From there, and, you know, three years later, here we are. Here we are, mm-hmm. and I'm still raving as hard as ever. I love it. I love it. That's
0: awesome. And you never
2: miss an EDC <laughs> ever since. I missed last year's. I missed the last years because mom had an unfortunate accident she was walking and um, a guy ran a stop sign and yeah she oh. ended up yeah she ended up breaking her leg and so and it was right before EDC last year I had my ticket and everything hey it was right before EDC I'm just like well I guess that's that I'm not going because I'm definitely going. yeah because she kept she kept saying no go because it was like a like like a month before and she's like, no, you can go. I'm like, like you can't even get up and go to the freaking restroom by yourself. Like, I'm not, I'm not going away for a week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you be here while you're like, no, like that's not happening. So I missed you're a good last time. Yes, yeah, last years, but I ended up making it this year. So,
3: so you're. You said you came from... You came from Milwaukee. Yes. <laughs> so does yeah. mom live down here with you yes, now? Yes, she too? does. Okay. Yep.
1: yep.
2: She lived down here with me. We
3: never even got into what... what came Where came
2: walk from. Came from. <laughs> yes. Okay. You know yes. That? Okay, so... I moved down from Milwaukee, maybe about 13 years old. And um, there's just a lot of things going on with family-wise and everything. And I guess my mom, she just felt like it was time for her to to go to a new state. And I had an aunt that lived down here, so she convinced my mom to move us down here. And so growing up down here, they always called me. It started off as Milwaukee, but then they shortened it. You know, they always shorten things and mm-hmm. walk. So you know, I, they would always call me walk. And the way I would spell it with W-A-L-K because I was always walk everywhere. Like, I didn't have a car back then. You know, 15-year-old freaking kid in, the, in McKinney, Texas. Like, there's no bus systems or anything like that out there, mm-hmm. especially back in the early 2000s. So, um, I would walk everywhere, I would walk all the way to my homeboy's house or whatever. And so, they would always call me Walk. And so, um, I forget who. And I need to see, I need to pick some brains because I need to, if I'm gonna be telling this story, I need to tell, <laughs> tell who actually told me to change it from WALK to WAUK. But he's like, you should make it like Walk, like from like Milwaukee, you know, just like, you know what, that that makes sense and it is me and it's not like something that I gave myself or something that was given to me you know throughout the years and so that's how the name Walk started and it is my actual nickname it's like nothing that I made up and uh, I specifically chose not to go as DJ Walk because I'm not just a DJ I produce I rap I songwrite, I make videos like I, I I do a lot of different things and so like I felt like DJ kind of goes back to the genre mm-hmm. thing like I don't want to kind of I don't want to be in a box like I want to yeah. be in yes, yeah. I, I hate so. it I guess like you know what I never thought about it like that because I'm definitely a, a, I would say a claustrophobic like I don't like to be <laughs> in closed spaces so mm-hmm. that definitely ties more into like I don't don't just say I'm just anything don't confine me to anything because you never know mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. I might Surprise make a, a pop song <laughs> tomorrow you never know you <laughs> never know Soon you'll be
0: doing a song with Selena Gomez or something. that. oh, uh,
2: I would love that because then that means that uh, I would have money
0: and, <laughs> and
2: bills and stuff would be taken care of, and that would be an amazing day. Mm-hmm. I'll see that.
1: The
0: house bigger than Zed's house. Oh, my God. have you seen that video Zed. of his like mansion? It was insane, mm-hmm. it was like rolling around
2: Facebook a while ago. I was like, ridiculous. <laughs> a, lot of their, a lot of the higher ups houses and stuff are ridiculous, yeah. I don't even like. I don't even care to make it that big. I just, I just want to make enough to be comfortable. Yes. I want to make enough to where Ad can go to wherever college he wants to, and I don't have mm-hmm. to worry about him having to take out student loans or anything. Like I want, I just want family to be taken care of, mm-hmm. just like mom, like something like that. I want to be able to, you know, medical bills, like just yeah. simple stuff. I don't, I don't care about being a, you know should still be going but I don't care like about being a billionaire or trying to have the most money or stuff like that like, I just want to take care of family and make music mm-hmm. like that's that's it.
3: That's good goals Maybe. to
2: have.
0: Because then after you get so much and you just don't know what to do with it. Yeah,
2: yeah. it's like, what am I, I going to do with uh, <laughs> yeah. 23 bathrooms? Like, I, don't, <laughs> I don't even see that half of the house. Anyway, like, that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Just Throw just a party and going. everyone just, can
0: use a bathroom at the same yeah, time. You just, yeah. like, you're
2: just throwing money away. I and mean, then they wonder yeah. why we hear these insane stories about like. The millionaires losing yeah, everything. Yeah, losing mm-hmm. everything.
3: Yep. Yes. I wouldn't even. <laughs> sorry. What's <going> on? <laughs> The
0: fester dog needed to be a part of this. I'm sorry. Yes. So um, I was watching a really interesting article. or watching an interesting uh, video the other day about uh, mobile producing, how mm-hmm. you can start things on your phone or your laptop, your all that That's versus made it. a long time ago where you had to be signed to a significant label in order to get yes. access to all that.
2: It's so much. Oh, my God. Like. Even from learning just five, just five or six years ago, just, just some of those rules have even changed, even now, just with the digital age and the way that, you know, streaming and stuff is changing the game. Because back then you used to have to go to a label to, you know, to, to get the marketing and get the push and to basically to get the fans. The label built your fan base with their money and, It was structured a lot different and they were basically the gateway. Now with the internet being as big as it is, it's like basically cutting out the middleman. You want to put your music on Spotify? Here you go. Here's a site that can do that. You want to, you know, you want to uh, uh, stay independent and and control your own masters and stuff like that? You can do that now. Whereas you had to sell, you basically had to sell all that away to the record label Mm -hmm. in order to get where you wanted to go. And. That definitely, I mean, it worked, it benefited the, definitely the labels and stuff Mm -hmm. more so 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago than it does now because they have competition. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: It's like, no, you don't, now I don't need the label to, to, to build a base, to build a fan base, to get my name out there, to make a music video and, and put it up you know, I can do it all myself now and I feel like uh, the labels have changed to, I guess, to try to combat that and it's kind of put them in a weird position now Mm -hmm. because a lot of the higher artists are starting to wait them out. Oh, you signed me to a contract now, but I'm just going to wait you guys out. Contract's Mm -hmm. up and now I'm going to just take all my stuff and go independent with the bass that you built me. So they're kind of shooting yourself in the foot in the long run, I feel like. But if I was to say anything, it was to say that now is the time if you feel like this is what you want to do. Now is the time. You don't need a label. You don't need to assign your track to a label. I released my EP through a website called Distro Kids. Where you pay fourteen bucks a month, and they put you on all of the Spotify's and Apple Music, and like you can find my music at the same place you can find Drakes and and Selena Gomez and you know all the bigger artists, and I pay freaking fourteen bucks.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: That's awesome to do it. And I didn't and realize you were on Apple Music. I'm yes, gonna have to look you I'm on, yes, now.
2: <laughs> I'm on, it's on, yes, it's on Apple <laughs> Music and, and all of the major platforms. And um, just that alone, like just to be able to say that alone, it, it marks the progress that i made just in the past three years. Um, because my first project, which I do need to now go back and put on there mm-hmm. now that I have the ability to do so. Yep. I didn't even think about that. My mm-hmm. wheels turning. Thank you guys. <laughs>
0: Welcome. will have to come back <laughs> to this episode. like oh, Definitely. Yeah.
2: Definitely. And it's just uh-huh. you. You guys can do it. Anybody who is listening to this, like, you can do it. if You got a song that you want to put out? Go do. Just do a little research and see what what you like. What you think that you can work with. And and we have the benefit of having YouTube. You know how much stuff I've learned from YouTube. Half half of my audio engineering tricks I've learned from YouTube. I, I I hear something in a song and I go and research it. Well, how do they do this? And nine times out of ten, some guy in some part of the world has made a video on how to make that specific exact noise or sound, or how to remove that noise, or how to change it, like. It, it, it's insane the amount of things that we can teach ourselves now we don't have to go pay for a class or, or anything like that whereas like I kind of I mean I'm glad that I went to school now but if I would have known that I could have just hopped on YouTube and learned how to audio engineer I probably would have never went to school to learn I probably would have just taught myself
3: but that wasn't an option back then either. And it really wasn't
2: yeah it really wasn't so, and so that's so what I'm telling you, it's an option now yes. so guys like don't let anything hold you back from chasing what you feel is your dream. Like, if you mm-hmm. feel your dream, it's out there. You want to learn how to fix your car? Your car is making a weird noise? <laughs> YouTube it. I promise you somebody. There's some mm-hmm. guy, he's holding the course light, and he's going to tell, <laughs> tell you exactly how to fix your car. You don't have mm-hmm. to go to AutoZone. You can come on right on down the you know, and it's, <laughs> for real, and it, like it's insane the amount of step stuff. Step one you
0: can, crack open a course. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, always the first step.
2: Yep. And, and it, it's there, it's there. Like anything that you want to do, anything that you want to learn, we are in the internet age, and take advantage of it because they're gonna find a way to uh, monetize
1: it. Yes, they're gonna
2: find a way to, to make it not free again one day. I feel, and so we definitely,
0: yeah, currently. Uh, the, one of the articles I was reading is saying that the guy's quote was once we get technology out of the way you're all on the same playing field as mm-hmm. higher-end producers mm-hmm. we can outdo one of them in like a day yes now like mm-hmm. with everything now so yeah I completely agree that they're going to find a way to take this you know like mm-hmm. all right no we need to make sure that these are only to the you know, big time label producers because
2: that's a lot of the gripes you always hear a lot of the higher producers always complain about a kid can make a, a, a hit on his laptop with dead mouse. And it's like, yes. Really it's well. like, yes, we're sorry. Like it and and I also hear it in technology wise from DJs as well. And it's just like okay, he learned on turntables. That's awesome. It doesn't make me less of a DJ because I learned on a controller.
1: Mm-hmm. We
2: all play the same music. Like, it, it, in, in I kind of see it as the older ones, they look down on the younger producers just because we have technology. Sorry. Like, yeah. it, we were born in a time where things got better. Like, uh, y'all's technology got better and that's why y'all were able to do what y'all mm-hmm. did. So I kind of feel like, it's just like a, a grumpy old man syndrome. It was just like I had the American my day, we hey, had to walk. Shivers, shivers. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I find myself, miles. and I'm that guy now with rap. <laughs> like, with rap now, I'm just like, oh, I got like, come on, guys. We got to do better than that. We got to do better than this, guys, you guys. Because I grew up on, you know, Tupac and Biggie and Nas and, and like, Rappers, rappers like legendary Hall of Fame rappers, and to like to listen to what's going on now, it's just like it's, it's far a free rap. between. Are you
0: yeah. a fan of mumble rap?
2: <laughs> no, oh no, mm. that me, I feel me like either. that that definitely it needs to be.
0: It's an it's its, its own a short-lived thing. I'm
1: pretty
2: sure it needs to be its own. Oh, I, I, I thought it would have died thing. already. I think that's what aggravates me <laughs> because it's still here and it's like it's still strong and like we're, I'm seeing like these little crazy haired tattoos <laughs> Different colored
0: like, teeth.
2: yeah like like no like i mean we we kind of did that back in the day but like y'all taking it to a whole nother level
0: have a little bit of class not, and
2: then on top of it y'all are not like i mean i'm a lyricist so if you're not saying something in your raps i'm definitely i'm not gonna be i'm mm-hmm. not gonna feel it at all i think all. that's like, what it goes
3: down to is rap is supposed to be about something
2: mm-hmm. a lot kind of the of old ones yes it's yes. yes. about
3: something and that's not it's, it's just not. repeating the same words over and over again yeah. where you can barely they, understand they're it they're
2: repeating the same <laughs> mumbles over and yeah. over
0: again yeah. i was like what was what, the word uh, okay <laughs> 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 what oh yes
1: the, yeah, okay. i felt that yeah i <laughs> 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 felt it in my soul <laughs> exactly
2: <Yeah. laughs> It was like I'm definitely when it comes to the the new mumble rappers in particular. For sure, I'm the, I'm definitely the grumpy old get off my lawn. <laughs> sure. I remember the good old days back in my day where people actually <laughs> said words in their raps. <laughs> oh my goodness.
1: So do you
0: do you still do your rapping mm-hmm. or?
2: Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, I'm definitely, I will, I'm actually working on three projects, not rap projects. One is a rap project. The other two are producer projects. One is going to be a solo, another EP. And then another one is going to be a secret project that I'm working mm-hmm. on that you guys will definitely, um, you'll know it when you see it next year. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. Like, oh. We're not gonna get an exclusive cut in. Uh, uh no. Everybody's everybody's gonna get the exclusive at the same time. Just because the the way that like we have it planned, I have it planned like it's gonna be like a big
0: uh-huh.
2: like a bang. Like, hold up, like what is this? Huh, this is I'm here. Like I'm I'm all for it. like the way I wanna like release it. It has to be done like the right way. I'm real. I mm-hmm. <laughs> say so, like going back to the projects and stuff. I'm real. I think a lot about like concepts and making everything flow and like have a meaning. Like a, I get, I, I get all nerdy definitely mm-hmm. when it comes to like, concept and stuff out for sure. But I'm definitely. I will be dropping a rap EP next year as well, and um, that'll definitely be because I've had. I've been having my people. Past two or three years, you're like, dude, when are you gonna rap again? When are you gonna rap again? I'm like, it's, it's it's coming, man. Just I'm just I'm just working on other things right now, but it's definitely it's all. And that's another thing that I love about you know EDM is because I was just like, the light bulb went off in my head. I'm like, you can still produce, mm-hmm. and you can rap on your songs, yes. and you can still rap, and you can just do it's like, like it's all. Yeah, it's like a buffet. <laughs> you can just do a little bit of everything, and it all works. And then now, now with me being a producer. I don't have to I mean I can still go and buy beats from other producers or whatever but I can make my I can produce my own beats now and so it's like I don't have to worry about if I got the rights or or if I can sell it or you know like things like that all that comes back to the independent thing Like I can do all of that myself now and so it's like I can see it now and I can and I know that if I can think about it up here and write it down I can reverse engineer and definitely make it a physical thing, make it a, a product and make it come a reality. And I've done it a couple of times, so now I'm kinda of streamlining the process now. And it's just it's it's fun and definitely the sky's up from here. And, and uh Dallas, just no, I, I love y'all and, you know, and
0: he'll miss us, you know, whenever he
2: comes he goes to Europe
3: tomorrow.
2: Yeah. I, I always remember where i came from where it started and so dallas will always be the one spot of big things for sure as far as music wise because this is where i started music and this is where i made the decision that i was going to pursue music was here in texas and so it will always be a a special place to me for sure and my DZ was born down here he's Mm -hmm. a native texan so, mm-hmm. you know, that's always a plus in my book, for sure. Mm-hmm. That's my buddy.
0: I'm just excited for this, like, both y'all to go on this tour yep. together and stuff, too. Like, mm-hmm. I just, I've been thinking about it this entire time. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just cute. That makes me happy.
3: Freaking goals <laughs> right there. Awesome.
2: That's my boy.
0: Right <laughs> Does your mom ever get to come out to your shows?
2: <laughs> <laughs> she was actually at One City, and this was her first time being able to come out since the accident. Mm -hmm. And so it was just amazing to see her out there dancing and a bunch of my friends and (coughs) (coughs) it was just, it was just a good time. Like I will definitely regard it as one of um, my higher memories when it's all said and done for sure.
3: Mm -hmm. (coughs) Uh, Yeah. Maybe one day she can see at EDC or. Because
2: no, he's like, I'm not coming to all of them. But a
3: big ones for sure. I
2: told her, if I ever get like EDC or something like that, I said, I got to bring you out there.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I told her, I'll make sure you got like a golf cart and stuff. They'll get you around and mm-hmm. you'll be good.
3: <coughs> I'm sure she'd be allowed in the... Up there oh with yeah. you in the back I,
2: that'd too. be part of my rider. Make sure mm-hmm. she's taken care of, or I'm not showing
3: up. You just bring her out in the middle
0: of your set, and be yes. like, This is my
3: mom. <laughs> you know, people
0: love that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I do yeah, love it whenever that a, happens. I'm a walk. <laughs> i
2: walk. I have to come and push the button, like, some of the yes. Touch Which I was so sad that they weren't at EDC this year, yeah, because like that was the one thing that I've probably missed. Was to see somebody push the button at an uh, A and B set, and I was looking forward to that this year. When I saw the lineup they were on, I was just like, "Dang!" I
3: wonder why. I don't know if they said anything. Um, they
2: were playing one of the uh, clubs, uh, and I'm sure it was a radius thing. Because if yeah. you're, uh, they have a thing in the industry called a radius clause, mm. and if um, it's basically saying you can't play a show in a certain radius of that show within a certain time frame
1: yeah, it's really
2: weird it's usually like two months or something like that uh-huh. Yeah, two or three months and so, so they want yeah basically you're not cross promoting and stuff like that and so they can get the best value out of whatever that show is yeah. so I'm sure they had something to do with it and that's that's a lot of the reason why a lot of the artists that play hard don't play EDC, and a lot of artists that play EDC don't play hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a little thing at one point in time, but it was more of a radius issue than uh, 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 the fight issue that they made it seem. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. they made it seem like they were just like like going to start like a war or something like that, and that was <laughs> that was not the case at all. Yeah, I don't like the
0: radius
1: rule.
2: Yeah, it's like definitely. That. It definitely, I think, it hurts a lot of fans that don't particularly get to go to that area mm-hmm. at, at that time. So, I mean, hopefully, there's a. I say if they just make them shorter, but that I also understand that it gets in the it gets in the way of the promotion period as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, business is going to be business. As much as we don't like it, it's it's not going to change too much. They're still going to make sure they get the most money. Mm-hmm.
0: That is true. Yeah. Um, what kind of DAWs and hard- or hardware and stuff do you have currently?
2: Um. Or like, what do you I with? use Reaper and Fruity Loops for the most part right now. Mm-hmm. But we learned on Pro Tools, and the way that he taught us is to where um we can pick any DAW, we can pick up any DAW because it's all like the way he taught us was not DAW specific. Mm-hmm. And he told us that that was the reason why he taught us like that, so that we could go to any studio and pick up any software and be able to use it and, and make it functional. So I could use, I could use any, Could could use anything, but I use, Free Loops is my preferred. I like Fruity Loops, I guess, because it's what I started with, like producing. Do
0: you but, use a little dancing
2: thing to help you motivate yourself? <laughs> I, I popped that thing up so many times. I was like, what? What is this thing for? Like, does it go to the beat? Or, like, I don't yeah. know. I've I never figured Once out When Once you play your
0: stuff, it'll start dancing. It's great. It motivates me. I don't know.
2: <laughs> like, it's so many times. I are like, what the heck? Uh, that's not what I wanted to click. to Make this lady go away.
3: <laughs>
2: Distracting me right now.
0: I love it. I think it's great. <laughs> I don't know. Every now and then I'll just get bored whenever I'm playing around in FL And I'm like, it- all right, let's fuck with this little lady for a second. Make her dance and then turn the speed <laughs> all the way up. And it's just like <laughs> having a seizure.
2: <laughs> but I definitely, I like to, uh, I like to learn. I'm always trying to learn new stuff. So if anybody, any artists out there, y'all want to work and y'all got some new dolls, I definitely I'm all for learning new dolls and new little tips and tricks and stuff. Because like I say, like at the end of the day, I'm an audio nerd. <laughs> I love it. I love everything about audio. I love being able to like, take a mix and take it from its raw form and twist it and make it what I wanted it to be. Like I, I love it. Like, there's a satisfaction that comes with that that I don't think I can get from anything else other than being a parent because I sure got a kick out of uh, him having all A's and B's this semester. So that was awesome. Oh,
1: that's great. All right
0: dream collabs who would you love to dream work with?
2: collabs big gigantic for sure add some mm-hmm.
0: saxophone and stuff. yes
1: mm-hmm.
2: and my buddy he used to play saxophone in high school and i'm trying to get him to pick it back up so i can use it
1: so i can so, use so, it so, yes so I, can, <laughs>
2: so I can record like so i can have him play and like use mm-hmm. live like saxophone with eric Prids. It's I know that I hear how he is in the studio, but I don't even care because <laughs> I just yes whatever you whatever however you wanna make this track, that's how we're gonna do it, buddy <laughs> um it's so me, oh Skrillex for sure, just because oh he's he's one of my early like influencers he yes, and he's still on my bucket list. I still have not to get to see uh going Sp- around again though <clears throat> and. They will both, Prids and Skrillex, will be at Decadence. That Decadence and,
0: lineup is insane.
2: And I'm just sitting here, and it's in my head. It's like, am I going? Am I not going? Am mm. I going? And, and what makes me want to go is I have a homegirl that stays in Arizona. And she's like, you can crash here. And I'm like, okay. Oh.
1: Don't <laughs> 'cause us.
2: Because you're really, you're really making me want to buy a ticket now. So <laughs> if it, I'm thinking that if I don't end up going to Freaky Diki, I will probably go to Decadence, which I'm thinking that that would be – I like Decadence lineup better. No offense to anybody on the Freaking Eagle lineup. So. <laughs>
1: that
2: is that. That's like, that's what drinks Eileenium and Rez and like.
1: Rez. I'm just
2: like, it's just ridiculous. Like everybody, A and B is going to be there. I'm just like Porter Robinson. I'm just like, oh my God. Like, I just want to, I'm going to be running around there. It's like,
1: oh my God. <laughs> Cause that's
2: kind of how I did at EDC this year. Like, the first year I went, I kind of stayed, like, check sets out. And this year, I was, I was trying to catch everybody. So I'd do 20 minutes here and I'd run over here all the way to the other side. And then, oh, oh I got got BTSM on at the base pod. I want to run over there. Freaking, oh my God, Trent's. And it was just like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, I was definitely running around a lot more this year for sure. And, and now next year, I got a bunch of people that I'm going to be bringing. And so I'm going to be like, the freaking tour guide of Vegas and stuff. <laughs> so it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome just to do it from a different perspective. Because the two people that I'm bringing, it's gonna be their first years. So mm-hmm. now I get to see their face light up yes. when they first walk through. It's just, so you're oh, gonna be a
0: rave mom,
2: basically. Yeah. <laughs> basically, I'll be corraling the kids. Come on, kids.
1: We
2: going to on at seven forty-five. We gotta get on there, kids. We can't. No, no, get off of that. Just no. yeah. like I Get off first. of the art car. <laughs> yes, yes, you're not supposed to be on there
0: Well, sometimes them can, and I want to. Yeah.
2: get Yeah, I need to figure out how to get on there because really, I. You get
0: on there early. Me.
2: You get. Oh. Mm-hmm.
0: That's what all I did. Day. One of them is okay. I just got up there like as soon as Easy like I'm on the art car.
2: I <laughs> <laughs> just stay out there hey. all night. Yeah. It was Four so AM. Cool. I'm
1: still here. There's a sign. I'm still in yeah.
2: your car. <laughs> okay, that's good to know because I'm mm-hmm. definitely because yeah. I got there early this year. I did that early
3: entrance. Or yeah,
2: no, won't be doing that again
1: because
2: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize that they corralled you into Cosmic Meadow,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and so yeah. you basically everybody just had to stay in that one like little pizza slice that of the park. Pizza slice. And it's like yeah, you had vendors and stuff right there and cool. You had to cut mm-hmm. the stage going, but three in the afternoon on that on that tarp
1: mm-hmm.
2: is uh,
1: hot. Mm-hmm. You're just
3: baking like a pizza. <laughs> ah, yes.
2: And so yeah, I found myself for most of the time I was just gonna sit like right where the 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 roadway met, like that little wall piece, and I'm just uh-huh. sit right there because that's basically the only shade Shame. you got. And I went. Early day one, and I was just like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna take the shuttle the next couple of days because so I had a premium shuttle." Was Did the premium shuttle worth it? Yes, oh my god, yes. It was. just too regular? Yes, they just they because they drove through the, the army base, mm-hmm. so they cut through there, and that automatically you know gets you Well, out the regular
1: there. shuttle does. I didn't know that. Yeah, oh, that's why I didn't hmm. know the difference between them. And then shuttle.
2: also when we got there, like we don't have to go through the line. We just walk right in, mm-hmm. no pat downs, nothing. Mm-hmm. Just, ooh, right in, right into the park,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and I was just like, "What well, premiums are going to be my way?" I go, baby. <laughs> I that's what I "That do. that line, yeah." And it, it just depends on when you got there too, though. Yeah, I always got there early because I like
0: to get
2: there. Oh, see, then you then yeah, it, then it really you know it wouldn't have been a difference. I always went, I went at like seven, to eight o'clock. Yeah. So uh, the you know, you usually take like the first shuttle out,
0: kind of explore, get some
1: food.
2: Yeah, I would like to see house. everything, especially everything my first time. I want to see
3: everything. Yeah,
2: seven. The seven o'clock shuttle was definitely the one. I don't think that was the last one of that. That was by the hotel that I was at, so I was just like, I'm gonna really take that one. But it was worth it. It was definitely worth it just to go right through in the in the lines. Like it wasn't a long line at all. It's like you get there, boom, you're right on the shuttle, you're off. It's like no. And they were smaller shuttles too, so they left more frequently. It wasn't like they had to fill up a huge. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah.
0: yeah there were smaller
2: ones, so like you put about ten, fifteen people on there, you're off. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Oh, Hell that's yeah. nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe that's the premium part.
2: Because we had the big old buses. Yeah, yeah we yeah they didn't they didn't put us on big buses they were definitely the smaller ones for sure. I love. Had a blast. <laughs> that's wait, that's, that's home. my favorite. That's so. home. <laughs> I you you will make it and let me know because I'm gonna try to. I
3: want to yeah, I want to yeah, meet up with people. Like I've met so many people through just everything mm-hmm. that I've done locally. I'm like I want to meet people up there too. Yeah. At least see them at least once, which I've That's heard hard. it's really hard to do that. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, you maybe meet delicious. them before pretty pretty oh my, oh, or pool parties yes, and or I know
2: it's going to be crazy because like when you get to a festival everybody wants to do everything mm-hmm. and then like it's so easy when you get to EDC to like get lost it, a big festival period yeah you turn around and your friend went to go look at something and you no. didn't you, didn't, like, well, you yeah. didn't realize and y'all mm-hmm. already made a couple turns and all of a sudden uh, and Signal
1: isn't
3: very
0: good yes
2: yeah. I would want to guide trash. it's like is that like a requirement of like picking a festival site? Is like the cell phone
3: <laughs> No, it's because there's thousands oh. of people there all trying to use the cell phone at yeah. the same time.
2: It's like, I mean. I know
3: WhatsApp worked better than okay. the, um, any text messaging
2: service. Okay, we'll probably end up doing that this next time. Now, I would think that maybe like y'all would like, you know, call uh,
1: Lawson's. Cell phone company yeah, and have yes. them
2: put like a tower in the middle of the. Uh, well, lands
0: brought in a lot of towers. Really, okay, and the, that the, would cell be the cell service smart. was really good. Okay, like yeah. it wasn't
3: bad at all. It was there so you go. Well, Middlelands was actually pretty good too, but I think it's because it was a site of some place mm-hmm. that you know they needed towers anyway. They were already there, yeah. mm-hmm. so. But I had friends at EDC last year using the WhatsApp and sending me videos and stuff, and yeah. I was getting them real time. So. I would recommend that. And there's also a company that is trying to make a watch that you're supposed to be able to communicate on I without cell towers. Mm-hmm. So, cause I, I, was, like I was, I was, I've been watching it and stuff. I think they wanted okay. to have it out by EDC next year. So
2: if they're smart, they will. Yeah. <laughs> if they're smart, <laughs> yeah. that's, exactly. that's a the EDC's mine. the big
3: one. Well, and you all the overseas ones too, the Tomorrowland mm-hmm. and all that stuff. They want to have it for that too. So, want to do
0: Tomorrowland so bad. yeah. Whenever you play, can I get like a yes. guest list? Yes, I got you. I got for real you. Though. This is uh, video evidence yep. or a yes, This is <laughs> video evidence. Book it. I got you guys for sure.
2: <laughs> I'll get awesome. y'all some press passes. And y'all come cover Heck it. Y'all yeah. Get y'all some interviews with everybody. Hell. Yeah, we
3: need to,
0: um, I want to interview all of their pet. pets.
2: <laughs> uh, of f- course, f- you f- do. FYI, f- <laughs> f- y- f- y- <laughs> uh, you guys are media, so. Guys, I don't know if you guys yeah. look into the like holy ship and things like that. They have they in they invite media and stuff mm-hmm. out too.
3: Yeah, we need to take advantage mm-hmm.
0: of that. More they will often. comp, we do, they <laughs> will like
2: literally comp entire trips. That would be like, amazing. So, yeah, let's know. go on the holy ship. Mm-hmm.
0: I want to do holy ship so bad. Let's I'm afraid I'm gonna get seasick.
3: Yeah, we will be fine. Yeah, that's I'm what.
2: That I was gonna end up doing it this year, point. but I'm thinking next year I'm gonna end up doing holy shit. But, that's yeah. My yeah, new that's festival awesome. this
0: year is Shambhala. Which is supposed to be a better forest and I'm in love with forests, so Where is mm-hmm. where is it? Canada. Oh. Okay.
2: Oh, that's why beautiful. okay, I think I looked at the lineup is always crazy. It's just like I'm just like Can I gotta get a passport to go yeah. there. Yeah, it's a
0: camping festival, but I'm gonna get one of those uh tents that are already all pre set up. Okay. And everything
2: for you, so yeah. you kind of just show up, kind of like Camp yes. EDC mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I, just,
0: I still that Camp. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I uh, I'm on the
2: fence. Yeah, I don't know, especially going like I like, like the that's half the, the fun. That's what I'm saying. That's it half is. the fun of going to EDC is hitting the strip and going to Fremont Street and going to the mm-hmm. different, like you said, pool parties and stuff. Like, that's that's half EDC the fun. Yeah, you don't don't get to do EDC week if you can't go in and out of Mm -hmm. the campsite. Like, that's, it's crazy. You don't have to find a way to change that rule. It's
0: conflicting. It really is. Because it's like, you want to do that, you want to go to the pool parties that are in Mm -hmm. Camp EDC and, like, go to the art car, like, secret sets Mm -hmm. that they have. You also want to do EDC week, but it's like...
3: You need to check the rules too, because I know at Middlelands, uh, people that were not camping were allowed in the campgrounds for a certain amount of time after the mm-hmm. show as well. Yeah, for two to three hours, yeah, and then no, they at, could leave. At yeah. Camp
2: EDC, they so they said if you didn't have a wristband, you, didn't, man, you, you, you didn't have it was a camp. probably
3: because it was the first year. Once, yeah. A few years down the road, give them some time, and yeah. they might. Yeah. Open well, Middlelands did bit that. Better. They opened
0: up sound camps for everyone. Yes, Sweet. so those sound yeah, camps were sound yeah, sure. they are kind of the best oh, there, there, was there was like they are pretty stages awesome. mm-hmm. six yeah. and they're all so unique and beautiful in their own ways and like yep. oh
1: yeah, yeah. i saw
0: ducky play and i was like Mom <laughs> <laughs> oh. i love ducky yeah, anyways yeah. she's gonna explode next year keep an eye on her yeah
3: mm-hmm. i've already cause... seen her explode on facebook so
0: yeah holy mm-hmm. cow well, she, you know, she should be a freaky now. deaky right gg3 mm, is three
2: I, thought, I, he I saw Ducky right? on one of those lives. Ducky was at Zeds
0: Dead, the Dead Beats. Okay, show. that's that's where it was. She did the that's B2B what it was. with the the GG. So, man, do we go to all these same shows? And I've never ran into you. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: <laughs> is, I usually I usually have like a ride or something like that. But like yeah. I haven't been able to get to as many shows this year, which has been disappointing. Mm-hmm. So next year my goal is to definitely go to a lot more shows with that. The year before that, I was I was at some almost every weekend. It's just this year, I've not been able to get to many. But I got to EDC, so that <laughs> was, that's how I was like, I got to that one, yep. so I'm not really worried about it. And yeah. this because I've been trying to, you know what I'm saying, there's been a lot going on, and I've been trying to, you know, make make music, and yeah. also throw one CD, and find another job, like a regular job, until this starts paying off like I wanted mm-hmm. to, and Take care of mom and take care of the little man. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot. It's a lot. It's, it's life. A lot. Yeah, yes. life. It's life. You got to sure. work
3: the music into
2: for the life.
3: Sure. I need more yeah.
0: hours
2: in a day. Mm-hmm.
3: Yes. All right,
0: walk. Where can we stock you?
2: You can stock me everywhere. Pretty much all platforms. <laughs> this at- is my
0: address. <laughs> yeah. <in> my <laughs>
2: <laughs> you can find me on, on, on all the major socials: Instagram, Facebook. Twitter, all of them at Walk Fam, W A U K F A M. And you can find me on SoundCloud as well, like and um and you can find me on Walk uh on Apple Music and Spotify. And all the other major platforms, and that's where my hope EP and a few other singles that I've released. But anything Walk Fam, Walk FAM, FAM stands for Family and Music, and that is my team, that is my brand. That is also going to be another thing that we're going to be pushing hard next year. As far as the we're going to have FAM podcasting, FAM gaming, and a lot of other FAM type things um and so look out for that but you can find me everywhere at walk fam and i appreciate and everybody who takes the time out to go check me out i love y'all to death oh, I
0: love it. i'm excited i know 2019 is gonna also be not only where ducky blows up but where walk blows up as well because you've yes. got a lot Even of really more. cool stuff
1: definitely... that's coming
0: out next year and i mean yes. you haven't gotten much detail besides from what's yes it's a, all, already it's a really lot of hyped. works for yes. sure so, i
2: appreciate mm-hmm. it and i definitely i look forward to releasing all of this new material and doing shows everywhere and and i'm not unapproachable if you guys see me on social or anything hit me up that is me behind all of it so just reach out i always respond i always make sure that i reach out and so and show the same love because I couldn't do it without anybody checking me out. So I appreciate each and every one of y'all. Aww. Well, thanks
0: for helping us end Thank the season you on the high guys. Note. I
2: had fun. I had <laughs> fun. I appreciate y'all. I'm honored to be the season finale. And like I said, you guys want me to back to be a guest host or anything. Let me know. Because I'm always down.
0: We love yeah. that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well we'll catch y'all next not next season, because it's not gonna be in seasons yep.
3: anymore. Next
1: time.
0: Next time. <laughs>
1: yes. Alright. See y'all
3: Bye. Bye. Yeah.